Hey folks, Animana here. It is Destiny Beat, your Destiny community show based around Bungie news for the week. If you listen to this on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, watching on YouTube, you can catch us live on YouTube currently at the moment. I'm testing out how YouTube is going for streaming. Uh, but previously I was streaming it on Twitch at twitch.tv slash animanaau. I stream in both places currently while I'm, you know, testing the water where I feel like I feel most comfortable streaming. Uh, we record this previously at 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time, but I'm currently doing a 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time on Fridays, which seems to be working a little bit better. It gives me time to wake up, read over some things, and get things organized. This should also be about 5 p.m. Pacific Time, and also 10 p.m. Uh, not 10 p.m. 1 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. Hitting like, subscribe, following, all those bits and pieces is a great way to support this podcast for free as well. So today, we're going to be talking about bounties and also iron banner so what i wanted to go over was with all these bounties in the game a lot of people tend to get a little bit overwhelmed with trying to get all these bounties done especially across three characters if they really want to maximize their gains for the week so i just wanted to have a discussion and talk about ways that you know these are kind of no-brainer ways but uh it's one of those things where you need to kind of get that thought process going and then it becomes a, a you know a common thing you'd be doing but i don't know sometimes people have the mindset maybe that they can't do these things together or they would assume that oh, i need to focus on vanguard strikes to these bounties i can't do these other bounties alongside of them so i just want to dispel some of those myths uh not that they really are myths but just so people have an idea of the things they can do out in the world of destiny and how they can better manage their time when it comes to i guess generating some experience and bright dust glimmer uh ma- materials resources stuff like that so for example here i'm at the vanguard with zavala I'm going to be trying my best to read what I'm doing as well as showing because obviously we got audio and visual um, viewers or listeners. Uh, so here we have Zavala with a weekly bounty. It specifically says in multiple strikes. So I need to be in strikes to do this one. So that is a requirement of me to be in an activity to get progress on this one. So this is what I would call a active bounty. Whereas something, something like there are some bounties Defeat enemies with precision damage does not specifically say it needs to be done in strikes. So this is what I would call a passive bounty. So I can actually do this outside in, uh, if I'm doing the menagerie, if I'm doing escalation protocol, I can actually grab this bounty. Even if I wasn't going into strikes, it's worth my time coming to check with Zavala to see if, if he has any bounties that don't actually require me to do strikes. So... If, for example, I'm going to have a night of doing Escalation Protocol because, boy golly, I want that armor set. Well, maybe I'll go to Zavala, I'll grab this. Maybe I'll go to the Drifter to see if Drifter has anything that is related to me doing that activity. Uh, and then maybe if I'm doing strikes, I can get grab all these strike bounties. And then maybe after that, especially while we're doing the Dawning or any seasonal events, I can come over here and get the bounties from Ava Levante, which are currently two times experience. So what do we got here? We have Taken Enemies. We got swords, we got auto rifles, and we've got uh, scout, snipers, pulse, and bows. So I can actually pair that up with anything I wanted. It is in my best interest to have those bounties. And then we've got the gunsmith as well, which is another very passive bounty source that you can actually can actually go for. So here we have, we've got your, your weekly ones, field calibration, where you can get that progress for uh, doing 
weapon kills strikes gambit and crucible so it's probably worth getting this because you're probably going to be in majority of these activities we also have bow calibration we've got sniper rifles we got rocket launchers and we got solar weapons and as well we can probably pick up a bunch of those additional bounties because they are not specific to going into any of those activities the other new huge person at least with this season this is probably going to uh change next season i'm guessing but you never know because we've saved saint 14 and he's in the tower question is will he be a mainstay here on out we're not too sure so uh don't take me talking about saint 14 as you know saint 14's here to stay because we're not too sure it even has the icon of the current season on them so there's a chance he might be a re reoccurring like lore character but he may not be here in the future so he actually has some bounties that you can also grab super abilities melee abilities you got solar damage and then you've got uh you've got defeating enemies with void grenades so it's best to go and grab as many of these bounties that overlap with the things you're going to be doing in game for example if i'm going into strikes i can do something that's going to have super damage uh specific weapon kills uh i can do anyone that obviously is related to a strike i can get maybe three or four sources of strikes completed while i'm in strikes or maybe like for example i did the video on going to nessus going to the leviathan raid and actually jumping in here because i can actually get a lot of cabal kills there are areas where i can grab these bounties and then i can go hey majority of these bounties are tied to cabal or maybe i've noticed that a whole bunch of my bounties are tied to cabal maybe after i've done all my strike bounties i'll come back to the tower and i'll grab all of those cabal related ones and then i'll go to the leviathan or i'll go somewhere where i'm going to find the specific enemy type that i'm farming and i'm just going to go there and i'm going to just farm for maybe like an hour straight and i'm going to get whole bunch of bounties done and at the end of the day the main goal here right the main goal here is to get that season pass rank up as well uh, obviously it's going to be a little bit faster if you got the premium track but if you're playing for free hey it's probably worthwhile doing also so i just wanted to go over some some advice for you know some kind of what i would class as no-brainer advice but it's also the advice where hey you don't know everyone's situation you don't know if someone's maybe uh has a laser focus of precision onto whatever activity they're in at the time they only go to that vendor and maybe they haven't considered the fact that maybe some of these vendors do also have other bounties that they can be using alongside the bounties that that specific activity vendor has right so it is definitely in your best interest to make sure that you're checking all of the vendors in the tower uh make sure that you've got all the bounties that you need also another thing to consider if you're doing strikes is it worth going to each planet and getting each of the planetary daily bounties because there might be some where they might be like uh get super kills or get grenade launcher kills and chances are if you're in the if you're in the vanguard strike playlist you know you may end up going to mars a few times and getting some of those done you might go to the moon get some of those done so it is a good idea to you know maximize your bounty flow so that while you're doing these in the background you can get all this this flow of your your experience your resources and before you know it you can have a whole bunch of resources you know you can have all these tokens to purchase some armor and especially as we're coming up to new seasons you're also going to have 
a whole bunch of these tokens to hand in and get some rewards and maybe upgrade your armor especially with the 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 light power level changing you're actually going to be able to jump in there get all these rewards and then you know have a decent set of armor to to start the season off with which is always a great place to start and especially since a lot of the armor sets that we do get for each season actually has a full set that you can get so uh it's if you want to i guess flesh out your collections it's a good idea to go and get all that done handing all those tokens at the start of a season the talk on that also so the other thing that i did want to talk about so that was uh bounty optimization i don't know if there's anyone in chat who did have some ideas of uh what maybe they do for bounty optimization or any bounties they like to grab alongside other bounties do let us know we're going to talk about uh we're going to jump into discussion after the next topic so the next topic we have is iron banner which is currently going on for this week for those who don't know what iron banner is i've had a lot of people who are you know starting this season uh they've realized destiny's free and they're like what is iron banner um yeah so i actually did get a question just then from raymond uh which was recommendations for a new warlock in crucible i'm gonna go over some weapons especially for iron banner which is currently a new activity uh at least currently that is coming in it's not brand new to the game but it is something that's just popped up this week so you probably want to jump in here you want to go to this dude in the tower he is located uh it's lord saladin for anyone listening he is located just above the crucible vendor in the tower what you want to do is you want to go up to him and you want to actually get some of the bounties here because these actually provide pinnacle weapons pinnacle um gear rewards not just weapons and also 50 iron banner tokens he will have a quest down here i have completed it this quest requires you in multiple steps to do capture points to do like kills and then or five or six different steps there's like super kills scout rifle kills shotgun kills hand cannon kills rocket kills and also uh things like that so i'm gonna go over some weapons that i found useful going over this and then as for um builds yeah edgar in chat has also mentioned that top tree Dawnblade, which is a solar uh might be a great one to jump into crucible with which may uh potentially answer raymine's raymine's idea for a new warlock i guess if we're going to be going into let's just go into some base base things for um what does really well in crucible so as a warlock uh your your um electricity fingers super is always going to do pretty well i see a lot of people doing the laser beam is middle tree it requires forsaken but i feel like it is not as good as as the because you can get shot you're kind of stationary in the air right if, if you're not facing some enemies they could get you from behind i feel like the roaming um tickle fingers is what we call it super is actually probably a better option uh, but i could be wrong i'm not i'm definitely not a crucible sweater uh by any means so this is just me as a casual player what i would recommend as for void um the middle tree void if you got forsaken is great because you can roam around again you can do your bursting as well and you can also blink around and travel around the place pretty fast otherwise your nova bombs are going to be pretty good for clearing groups of uh players as well as for solar yeah uh top tree dawnblade the top and bottom tree Dawnblades are both pretty good different situations one's more about just running around getting homing shots and the other one's more about floating around the place and uh having that airborne attack whereas the middle tree 
you can actually pop down this well of radiance which is going to be topping up your health constantly so you can stand in one spot take out a whole bunch of um whole bunch of people kind of thing so definitely worth what i would recommend is i would always recommend this is go into your your sub trees you have access to this information and what you need to do is just read over what everything says and then you've got the three trees you can choose from and see what sounds best for you that is the best advice anyone can give you outside of what is the meta you know i mean at the end of the day i could say go and play this subclass but if you don't understand how that subclass works what's the point of me even telling you you know so definitely use the information here to read over what each thing does for each each of the classes and then maybe switch to one that you feel is the best for you that's always going to be the best advice i could possibly ever give anyone in regards to uh choosing their subclasses and stuff like that weapons on the other hand uh, we're going to be going over in this with the Iron Banner, which is a activity. You can actually access it through the Crucible on the Destinations tab of the map. You go to Crucible, and then in bottom central, you have Iron Banner. It is 6 versus 6 control. However, it is a little bit different from control. So it is 1 to 6 players. Uh, level advantages are enabled. So if you have like 850 light, you are probably going to get bodied by players that are like 960 so it's definitely worth trying to get your light as as high as possible before jumping in here uh, but otherwise you could probably jump in here and at least do some support shots and stuff like that uh, you may get a little bit frustrated it also has matchmaking prefers similar skills so if you've got friends that are really high level players definitely definitely um maybe don't play with them if you're not so great at pvp because you are just going to get dunked on by everyone i actually had this issue last night where i'm i would say i'm an intermediate player for crucible i'm not a great player but i have some moments where i'm not too bad uh and it's probably because i'm going against players of my similar skill level because the game is going hey this person has this many kills this many losses they've um you know getting all that data together and then it's matching me against these players that are also of that similar skill level. However, last night I went into a match with um, one of Australia's best players, I'd say for Destiny and uh, some of his friends. And I was getting dunked on so much because I was not in that skill level. So, um, I mean, maybe, maybe you won that challenge. Maybe that's the way you'd like to improve in games where you go into the hardest, hardest mode possible. So, you know, you've got the mindset of something like, well if i'm you know babied in a lower difficulty level when i'm not never going to get good maybe that's for you but if you're of the uh the case where i just want to play i just want to you know pop some heads and i want to have some fun maybe go in with some players that are uh not as great at crucible or maybe they're at the same skill level as you uh, because that way you're probably going to have a little bit more fun just with that so i did mention as well it is six versus six control the way it's different is so in control you've got three points you've got a b and c and the way it works is you would normally go and capture as many points as you can and the more points you have the more score you gain as you're you know completing objectives and also uh defeating players however with iron banner if one team captures all three points it locks those points for about 20 to 30 seconds and in that time they have maximum score if they're killing any of the players on the other team so it is definitely in your best interest to be roaming around trying i mean the primary goal should be to be capturing those points secondary to take out any players along the way right so if you are going in with a laser focus on killing players you're kind of going to be letting the team down because it's not playing as a team because 
The issue is that the other team is probably going to be dominating those points because you're out roaming. I don't know. If Destiny had fishing, you'd probably be on the side doing that or something, you know. So you need to have that laser precision focus. Maybe run around with players on the team that you're on. Follow them to points, capture them together. And then maybe when you're a bit com more confident, maybe you can then go, hey, two people are on this point. I can see that C is not active at the moment. I'm going to go and grab that while maybe uh, the enemy team is trying to capture A or something like that. So... You do want to be capturing those points. It isn't your best interest for that. Now, what I did want to go over is there are multiple different, uh, I guess, segments to doing the quest. And there's been a little bit of frustration because the final step requires rocket launcher kills. And I'll tell you, I had a little bit of trouble with that myself. Um, this is not my build I was using by any means when I was in there. Uh, I'm just at the point where I'm trying to grind for Komodo. So I'm using that grotty Arbalest build, which, you know, um, if you got Arbalest, gonna help you so i just wanted to go over some weapons that i was using obviously super if you can get a roaming super for the first step so the steps are going to be there's always going to be capture points defeating guardians that's always going to be a step in each of the multiple steps so there's about five six steps i think it's five steps um yeah it's five steps so basically First step is going to be super kills and also capturing points and defeating enemies. So it is in your interest anyway to be capturing those points. Um, super supers, go for roaming. Go for something where you're running around doing a thing. Uh, for striker titan, I'm running around smashing the ground or just dashing into guardians. Maybe I could go void. I could throw my shield around the place. And if I'm going solo, I can throw hammers. Uh, you've got... You've got Hunter, which has Middle Tree Solar, which can throw their blades at everyone. It's also got the, the Golden Gun ones, which aren't too bad either. Also, what else have we got? Void has Middle Tree or Hunter, which is Night Stalker. So you can run around going all invisible, slashing people with knives and winning. Uh, they've also got Tether. You can always Tether someone down and then shoot them. And it'll probably grab a whole bunch of players as well in the proximity. So the damage is going to distribute across all those players. And then you also have Arc for uh, for Hunter. So the top and bottom tree are pretty similar. Middle tree ha adds the option also to deflect. But basically you get a staff, you run around whacking players with your staff and stuff like that. Um, another roaming one, which is pretty good. I mentioned Warlock just before. Probably middle tree void or the void bomb with top and bottom tree is pretty good for either running around, blasting people or throwing that Nova bomb at players and getting a whole bunch of them together. Uh, you got your zappy fingers as well with arc or the laser beam. Maybe if you, you got good at using that one. I don't know. Um, as for solar, yeah, we've got the homing option or we've got the new uh, verticality option where they've really, really, like as Edgar was saying, they've really updated the movement. It is pretty incredible, especially if you're using strafe glide. You can just float around corners throwing your, um, your fiery knives at players, which is pretty good. And it's all of the classes at the moment I've really mentioned. Um, yeah, so pick a roaming super unless maybe you can do a big burst error effect super and get a whole bunch of guardians at once. You'll get through that step pretty easily, I think. The thing that's probably going to hold you up is if you're not focusing on the points. But uh, get in the habit of doing points and it will net... Like, I got through all of these and the only thing holding me up was the specific weapon kills that I needed to get done. So make sure you're killing guardians and you're focusing on getting those points done. That is the biggest thing, biggest uh, help to all of your other players also. 
Then we move on to Scouts. So Scouts is an interesting one. I don't really use Scouts a whole lot. A lot of people love Scouts, but it's just not for me. What I ended up using was, I'm using Randy's Throwing Knife. I know this is a pinnacle weapon, which is probably a little bit hard for some people to get, but if you've got it, this is a great weapon to use. It is a rapid fire frame. Um, rapid fire frames are great for this because you can, you know, go boop, 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 instead of just going boop, boop, and you can actually hold the button as well. Um, in most cases, I think. Yeah, most cases. Uh, so the good thing is, is that you can just treat it like a really slow pulse rifle. Stuff like Jade Rabbit's probably good as well. I just really prefer doing, um, that's not a, that's not what I was looking for. Um, Black Scorpion as well. Rapid fire frame, really good. This one can actually drop from the gunsmith. So this one's really easy to get. Uh, this one's also arc. I just find it a lot easier to do a rapid fire frame than doing a high powered single shot for, um, you know, scout rifle, but it really comes down to play style. If you're a casual like me, you don't really use scout rifles. A rapid fire frame is probably the closest you're going to get to something like an auto rifle or a pulse rifle. So I would recommend trying to get something like this. Again, the gunsmith, putting in the gunsmith materials, you're probably going to get one of these. I think it's this one. It might also be the engram from the Crypt Dark you can get, which is going to cost you legendary shards, but this is not too bad a one. I'm pretty sure as well. Maybe one of the obelisks also has a frame that you can grab for this too. So do check out the obelisk. I'm not too sure which one has it. Uh, maybe someone in the chat can let me know, but definitely worth going after something like this. So you probably need about, I think it was something like 20 kills with um, scout rifles, but yeah, aim for the head. You're gonna probably do fine. This is, I would say, I would say for me, this was the easiest step was doing the scout kills. The next step was pretty hard. It was doing shotguns. So from the moon, I got one small step. This is a rapid fire frame again. You're gonna spawn in with a shotgun with one ammo. So make sure you're looking for any of the green bricks that players might be dropping to get that ammo and reload when you are in a safe place. And then you can just go bam, 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 shooting shotguns really close and you probably get someone. Also, I was using, uh, what do you use? Lord of Wolves. If you got Lord of Wolves exotic, um, if you can't beat him, join him, hey? If you can't beat him, join him. This is a really disgusting weapon to use. It is basically a shotgun pulse rifle. So it'll spawn with seven shots, which is pretty much the, the amount of shots it will do with one shot. So you'll shoot and it'll go doo -doo 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 -doo, and it's like, and think of a shotgun where, you know how a shotgun works is it does a spread of shots where this one is basically puts all the shots one after the other. Um, this is a really good, really good gun to use for it. It is really, really disgusting, but um, if you want to get through that step as quickly as possible, use this if you can get it. Uh, also, I didn't mention it before, but you've also got in uh, your exotics, if you are a season pass owner this time around, you can also get symmetry, which is really good too. So this is another rapid fire frame. Um, and also it has a special mode where if you can get a whole bunch of kills together, it'll actually put these stacks on the weapon. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but basically it'll allow you to go into this revolution mode where you can switch mode in the gun and it's going to make it into an arc air of effect shot. So if you can get that up to, let's just say seven, seven stacks, you can get up to 15, but in Crucible, maybe that's not really realistic. But um, this is actually really good for going into Crucible and then, you know, you get some shots off and it's like, okay, I've got some of those stacks up. I'm getting a little bit stressed. I'm probably going to die soon. And then swap to the other mode and then try to find groups of enemies and just start blaming them with this uh, area of effect shot, the arc shot, which is a really good option too. Uh, you got other stuff like Polaris Lance and what else have we got that I would recommend for scouts? Um, 
Jade Rabbit's always good. You've also got the Mitre Multi-Tool, which will allow you to, you know, run a little bit faster as well. Those are the ones I was using as well. Also, actually, also, I think I've got it on me. If you want to go a three shotgun route, if you got Legend of Acreus from the Leviathan raid, it's that on the comms quest you may have gotten. If you've been to Leviathan raid, you can probably grab this one and at least get that heavy ammo for it. And then you can also get Tractor Cannon. This is a world drop. This is a really good one. The fun thing about this is that it's a shotgun, but basically it's a EM on a blaster. The best thing about this is that it pulls people out of super just like that. It is so funny. Like this is a weapon I love to use in, in Gambit because you'll have people invade and if you're right next to the invader and they're going to be like, oh, look at me. I'm going to use my super and get all these people. You can just come up there with this weapon and just go, no, stop that. <laughs> it's so much fun. It, uh, it's, it's a big frustrating gun. I love it. It's disgusting. So that was an option. Those are options I would use for scouts. There is no heavy scout, unfortunately. Uh, but for shotguns, you could go a three shotgun build if you just want to get it out the way. Laser focus on those kills. Uh, it should be fine. You're going to have a high chance of dying a lot. But the focus is just to get the quest out the way so you can get that cool looking armor. Uh, we've also got the uh, hand cannon. So I'm not a hand cannon user. A lot of people love them. Uh, I don't think they're bad weapons. They just don't fit my playstyle. What I ended up using was Crimson because again, it's got rapid fire. It shoots, I think it shoots three shots at once. Yeah, three round bursts. So it's like do 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 when you're shooting it. So it's really good for uh, actually just getting those kills as if you're an auto auto gun user, right? Also, it has Cruel Remedy. Kills of this weapon heal the wielder. So. This is actually a pretty good gun to use because it's A, it's going to heal you as you're killing players, and B, it's got auto fire mode. I feel like this this has ended up being hands down what I used. Uh, again, it's a world drop. Criminal's Dagger, which actually drops from Iron Banner, is not too bad. This is the roll I got last night, which was triple tap and also uh, kill clip. This isn't too bad a gun. There are some better options such as uh, spare rations or uh, better devils, I think it was. There are a few cool weapons. Probably don't want to go with um, with something you're not comfortable with at the end of the day. I also found Thorn wasn't too bad if you've got that gun, as this one is going to poison the targets. And if you're not a great shot, if you can at least get a few shots in, you've got a chance of taking them out with that poison too. So maybe choose that one. Uh, Ariana's Vow is someone's uh, mention, which you can't get anymore, at least for the moment. It may be another six months until we get it again. But Ariana's Vow is a high power hand cannon which came in the last season. It was tied to last season pass. This will happen with Symmetry as well, uh, where it's going to go away for the season and it'll come back later on. So if you've got the season pass, or at least you're trying to work towards level 35 to unlock it, unlock Symmetry now because uh, you may miss out on it like you might have missed out on this one. Service Revolver, Edgar has also mentioned, which is another good option too. <clears throat> Definitely recommend uh, those. I'm not I'm not like a huge hand cannon person, but Service Re Revolver, sorry, is definitely one that a lot of people tend to bring up, absolutely. Also, Trust from Gambit is pretty good. Uh, and what else is there? Let's have a quick look here. There are a few options. I mean, a lot of the ones I'm mentioning are definitely um you know exotics and stuff like that so at the moment i would also recommend so spare ration you can get that from the reckoning rose is pretty good if you can get started on that quest for lumina this is a pretty good hand cannon service revolver uh which is what was just mentioned just then this one can actually i'm pretty sure this one comes from the vanguard 
if you're handing in tokens. Warden's Law, if you can get a drop on that one from, uh, from, I think it drops from the Warden of Law. Warden of Law? Warden of Nothing Strikes, sorry. Uh, if you, if you got the Nightfall spawning for that one, you've got a chance of this weapon dropping. It can only go there. And I did mention Better Devils from the Crucible. Uh, loot pool as well is pretty good old-fashioned is one that a lot of people are mentioning right now and I actually get this by handing in legendary shards to the crypt arc to get this one to drop for the little engram he's got this is one that a lot of people are liking this was a weapon that was great in uh year one of destiny 2 and it has come back recently with random rolls so it's definitely worth checking out that one to see if you can get a roll on that one i think that's enough hand cannons so i think people are pretty good for hand cannons with all those uh options there i'm just not a, not a hand cannon user so i can't really um not really provide a lot of help with that so next we come up to the most disgusting and probably arguably the most frustrating step of this quest chain and that is the rocket launcher kills for the final step so i ended up playing really really dirty to get this done i ended up going as a titan obviously i, I play titan this will if i'm going on my other characters i'm not going to be able to do this but i went bubble so whenever i got bubble i would check to see if the heavy ammo spawn was available and if it was i popped my bubble out there and i was standing there grab my ammo then you know have a little bit of a stroll outwards it's also really good for protecting your teammates to make sure that everyone else can also get that heavy ammo in that seven second window they've got to grab some too um this is a really good team play activity a lot of people are like hey now everyone's just gonna camp the heavy ammo and only one person get heavy ammo well they've changed it recently so that one person can initiate getting heavy ammo and then for seven seconds later anyone in your team can run up and also grab some so putting this bubble up is going to protect everyone and make it a little bit easier for everyone in your team to jump in and get that heavy ammo so if you're a titan do everyone a favor bubble uh if you don't know how to use the bubble it's top tree for void and instead of just tapping your button to do your super you actually hold it and your player will put out the bubble and it's up and it's protective as for other other ones i would probably suggest i don't know choose something protective <laughs> i don't know what else you do i guess if you're if you're a middle tree solar uh warlock you could put up um you could put up i was gonna say ward of dawn no it's um well of Radiance, that's another option to keep people healed when they're trying to get that heavy ammo. Hunter's going to be a little bit harder. For Hunter, um, maybe I would put a tether up next to it so that anyone that comes near it, or if you can do the multi-tether thing, um, you can do tethers around the area so that people are uh, less likely to come in and try to get that ammo. That is another option. Uh, you got the option there. Those are the, probably the options I would say for this. Um, but other than that, what I would recommend for rocket launches was Wardcliffe Coil was a really good one for me because this shoots lots of little missiles all over the place, so you've got a higher chance of hitting multiple players. Uh, welcome to Mist in the chat. We're just going over uh, what we've been using in Iron Banner at the moment. I don't know if you've got any advice for what people should be using. Some people were also using... Some people were also using um, the, this is one that I didn't really like just because I don't have a lot of familiarity with using it was the Deathbringer. And that's just because it does the big ball thing and then it shoots out lots of little balls. Uh, you got a higher chance if you launch it up and then pop it, it's gonna go down and just grab players, but it's a little bit harder to, uh, I guess, hit players with uh, a bit of certainty. You probably use Truth, which you can get this one started by when the menagerie has the ogres in it this is a homing rocket launch that's all i got really got to say about that one right 
And then, um, what else do we have? We also have uh, Two-Tailed Fox isn't too bad, it's pretty straightforward. Those are probably the only rocket launchers I would really recommend is these three for exotics. Otherwise, I did have a roll on a um, Moss Epoch, which also had uh, the uh, rocket launcher with, we got here, tracking module, yeah, like Mr. Sang in chat. And also cluster bomb, I've been using that one to make sure that if I didn't hit them with enough damage, it's at least going to finish off the job. Um, this is probably going to be the hardest one. Getting the rocket launcher kills is not the problem. The problem is getting the ammo for the rocket launcher. But other than that, other than that, uh, if there is any questions at the moment too for uh, the podcast, we can get some discussion going right now. And we'll also, I guess, go into uh, any general, general questions. So, any way to use Dark Fragments? What is Dark Fragments? Am I, is that something for Destiny? Dark Fragments. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so these are used for, um, these are, these are used for going to, I'm pretty sure, what's her name? Petrovenge to, to purchase daily stuff uh, and anything from Petrovenge. So just use, Use those. I know that that's what you're meaning. I was like, is this like a Final Fantasy thing? Because I used to do Final Fantasy videos. These are these things. Dark Fragments. It says here, um, Petrovenge and the Teshans may have a use for it. <clears throat> so if you're out in the Dreaming City, you're going to be purchasing stuff with this. You can head out to Petrovenge. And she is actually going to... It's like a currency if you treat it like that. So she changes location each week. She's right next to spawn point at the moment. You can purchase, I'm pretty sure you can purchase like bounties and also other materials from her using this. <clears throat> yeah, getting heavy ammo is so annoying. That's the biggest, that's the biggest gripe people have. Um, you just need to try to think of it at a team perspective. Is A, A, how do I protect myself? And B, if I'm protecting myself, is it going to protect other players in the team? Because... I don't want to be doing the rocket launcher step anymore and I'm sure my teammates don't want to be doing it anymore. So if I can uh, mitigate the issue of getting that rocket launcher stuff out the way, it's going to make it a little bit easier for everyone, right? So I ended up getting through this last night. I ended up coming out with something like, uh, it was like 250 of these iron banner tokens. You can also hand in iron banner tokens to Saladin here. However, you can't hand them in until you've finished the quest steps. Did like how four guardians would go for the heavy ammo and then you just blade barrage them all. Good point. If you have completed the step and or maybe you're getting your other kills, looking at the heavy ammo is a good place where players are going to congregate to get those kills, whether or not you're on the quest steps to get weapon kills. Or maybe you just want to make their lives a living hell and you're on the other team, right? So... Uh, a little point there, that's a, actually a really good tip is, you want easy kills, just just uh, have a little bit of a proximity to the heavy ammo, clear line of sight, you can pop those heads and you should be fine. Definitely a good tip there with, uh, with that one missed. Definitely approve of that. So, this activity will go away at the end of this week, so not, not the usual, you know, Monday to Friday kind of thing, it'll actually go away in uh about hang on like five five days or so uh so you should be getting this out the way 
It will come back two more times during this season, which will probably end in March. And you can actually get some specific armor from this. This is the Titan set I've got here. I get that helmet. Uh, it's got the, the uh, kind of decorative look and the horns. We got the arm pieces with the, the little wolf head on them. So you can only get these armor sets from Iron Banner. And also, I mean, I don't have too many pieces from my other characters from other seasons, but you know, you got a very decorative, very Norse looking set for the armor pieces for Iron Banner. And also you can get Iron Banner weapons from these as well. Wow, I didn't really put any effort in last season to getting everything from my characters. Um, what is your bounty completion order? Um, what do you mean by completion order? Like, do you mean, do I go for weekly bounties first and then dailies and then, you know, I try to get everything done at once. Like I, I was saying earlier in the podcast was that uh, I try to mix and match my bounties. I don't go, um, I'm just going to do my weeklies. I'm just going to do this. I try to get everything all done together. So for example, if, I, um, if I'm if i doing strikes, I'll go to Zavala, I'll get my strike bounties. I'll also get, go and get my gunsmith bounties because I'm gonna be shooting weapons while I'm doing strikes. So might as well match them up. And then for example, if I have a strike bounty that's like, hey, get void weapon kills. And then I've got a gunsmith bounty that's like, hey, get submachine gun kills. Well, a void submachine gun is gonna get them both done at the same times, right? I don't prioritize anything other than what activity am I doing and what bounties can I get that can benefit from this. So all NPCs, most NPCs I would say, do have uh, quite a few options for bounties that can be done outside their activity. For example, uh, Zavala, the strike bounty person, usually has a grenade or like a precision kill bounty you can actually do outside of strikes. Just make sure you're reading them. Uh, like we were saying here, yeah, dawning, get dawning bounties because these ones are two times experience up here. Also get the same 14 ones and the weekly ones and just try to match whatever you're doing. Um, just go over go over everything together, you know. Hive strikes, I can get that. I can kill enemies in strikes. I can kill enemies that are hive. I can do that. Then I can match up with precision kills. I can use bows as well. Just try to match everything up. I've got these ones that can be done in strikes bow kills um in strikes and then i can go to the gunsmith and maybe the gunsmith will have pulse rifles you know match it up you've also got i can't access it because it's bugged but the tower um obelisk i've actually got here some of the quests so here complete adventures i can do gunsmith um bounties while i'm doing that i can do the ava levante dawning bounties while i'm doing that also so you just got to mix it up you don't don't think about it like Okay, first step, get weekly bounties done. Second step, because you're not playing optimally then, you're kind of fragmenting the focuses, whereas you should mix everything together and go, okay, I'm doing strikes. What can I do in strikes? I can shoot enemies. I can generate orbs. I can do supers. Can I get any bounties that are related to that? Um, anything worth getting for Iron Banner Tokis apart from armor, god rolls? That's pretty much it, mate. Um, I mean... I think I already have them all, but last season at least, and I'm maybe someone can confirm, but you can also get enhanced, um, enhanced, enhanced bow targeting and, you know, enhanced mods from Iron Banner. At least you could last season. I don't know if someone can confirm it for this season, but definitely worth pump, um, dumping, pumping all your, uh, all your tokens into Celadon and you're going to have a chance of getting these enhanced mods, which 
are obviously going to be better. You know, we got reload mods. Enhanced hand counter reloader. It's like reloading. It's like going from, you know, put my clip in, shoot it. Okay, I'm good to go. To, ah, I got my gun, gun shooting. You know, just that kind of stuff. So you want to get all these mods if you can. Uh, it's going to make your life a little bit easier. <laughs> so yeah, that's... um. Well, I actually really like this format on YouTube because it means that I, I get the flow going, get the banter going, interaction, stuff like that. Yeah, Bo, is, Bo has been confirmed it's coming next season. So season 10, we're in season 9 at the moment. So it won't come until March. But there is an Iron Banner Bo coming. They have hinted at it in some screenshots. I think what's probably happened. Uh, similarly to when they put out the Destiny 2 Shadowkeep trailer was that maybe someone in the marketing department had put work on putting this trailer together and they've pulled out, they've seen, oh, there's an Iron Banner Bo, but they haven't really checked to say, is this in the game currently? You know, so I think that was the case of what's happened. Um, I think it's just like a, just an honest, honest mix up, a little bit of a communication slip between departments. But yeah. So I will, what I'll probably do is I'll trim this podcast so that it doesn't have that little mess up at the start where I forgot that I was recording. Uh, also, I'm going to be putting this out onto uh, audio devices too. I don't know if I will be doing this on on Twitch anymore because I feel like it's a it just has better flow here. It just feels like it has better flow here, so I might actually change everything up. So that's it for Destiny Beat this week. Uh, if you want to catch us live again, you can catch us here on YouTube. I've been streaming pretty regularly on YouTube at the moment, about the same time as right now, which is 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. I think it's like 1 a.m. Uh, Greenwich Mead time. I started and then for um. Pacific time is like 5 p.m. off the top of my head. Uh, so I also stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash animanaau. You can catch me there. And uh, yeah, following, subscribing, liking, and all that stuff always helps. Uh, but yeah, a little bit of a last question. Do you think we'll get more story missions at the weekly reset? Uh, so just on that note, uh, what we're going to get is Legend Sundial next time, which is on the 7th. I, we're not getting, I don't think we're getting anything this next week. But on the 7th, we're getting Legendary Sundial, and we're also getting the exotic uh, sidearm. So, gonna have a week of just doing our thing, and then we'll get some more stuff coming in. But anyway, that is it for Destiny Beat this week. Uh, hopefully that was an interesting podcast. I'm gonna wrap it up here. Uh, I'm gonna end the stream here as well. So thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Thank you for uh, for Mist, for Emrahan, but also Raymind, and also Edgar. Thank you for stopping by. It's been some good discussion, and I'm going to end that there. I appreciate you all, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.